Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Send the tweets at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. You know, there was so many hardcore things that we had to talk about today as far as paying players and, oh, we'll get to that. And, and obviously, the reason why you're a college football fan anymore, and we'll get to that. And and Jeremy Pruitt, I, you know what? I, I can't believe this. I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend him. I'm going to defend Jeremy Pruitt, and all we'll get to that. And we'll talk college football. We'll do the Week 5 preview, and there's so much more to get into. But sometimes the stories just drop straight from the heavens, or, 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 or there comes a time where there's a story that's so good it gets pushed right to the front because we have to discuss it. It's become too good. And pro football talk comes on and says, well, you know, that video might have been from a year ago. And I go, that doesn't matter. I'm still going to talk about it. I'm still going to play it. Because over the last couple of weeks, the story has permeated throughout Washington and throughout the entire NFL world that maybe Jay Gruden didn't really want Dwayne Haskins. Oh, and maybe now I've defended Jay Gruden to that point of because he did the same thing with Bob Griffin. If, if you don't think the quarterback can play and Bob couldn't play at the time, if you don't think the quarterback can play or the quarterback can't defend himself or do what it takes to win, help you win, there's no point of playing him. And I look at a guy like Dwayne Haskins and I say, well, wait a minute. If the quarterback needs some time to grow and develop, there's a difference. There really is. There's a difference between best quarterback on the roster and actually ready to play. There is a tremendous difference in that position where there's talent and then there's ready to play. Colt McCoy would be ready to play. If Alex Smith were ready, he'd be ready to play. If Case Keenum, Case Keenum's ready to play. We don't know if Dwayne Haskins is yet ready to play. But you know what? I'm going to cast all that aside because there is there's the reasoning and then there's the reasoning. And we got to hear a little bit of the reasoning earlier about Colt McCoy, and here's Jay Gruden on Colt McCoy. Yeah, I decided a long time ago, it's going to be uh, Colt, we're going to start with Colt, and uh, go from there. The go from there part, how much of that is health dependent on the backup versus do you have a, a plan there as well? Yeah, I got a plan. I'm going to wait till uh, tomorrow to see how Case is doing and, and uh, make a decision tomorrow on that one. If Case is healthy, will he be the backup? I don't know yet. We'll see. I do know, but I'll let you know tomorrow. We don't meet you tomorrow. Oh, good. <laughs> my, my favorite day of the week. Well, I hate to sound like the late, great Chris Farley here as Matt Foley, the motivational speaker, but was your plan to really break down film and start Colt McCoy, or was your plan to roll doobies, Jay? Which one is it? Because there's so many questions about why you would go with Colt McCoy, the grand old man, and then, oh, the video came out, and it was so good, and now it starts to make sense. Tom, hit it. 
Yeah, I decided a long time ago. It's going to be uh, Colt. We're going to start with Colt and uh, go from there. The go from there part, how much of that is health dependent on the backup versus do you have a, a plan there as well? Yeah, I got a plan. I'm going to wait till uh, tomorrow to see how Case is doing and, and uh, make a decision tomorrow on that one. If Case is healthy, will he be the backup? I don't know yet. We'll see. I do know, but I'll let you know tomorrow. We don't meet you tomorrow. Oh, good. <laughs> my, my favorite day of the week. Mail makes sense now. Why do you start Dwayne Haskins? Why do you even get him ready? Why do you stay high, Jay? The video is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. Just on a Friday, like a Friday news dump. Okay, we got this going on. The fines are getting levied in the NFL. They're being dropped in the NFL. Okay, we got that. Got a couple of, oh, final inactives are coming around here. You know, you got the Saturday walkthroughs there. Oh, there's a video of Jay Gruden smoking dope. And the video is so good because Tom Tom said this right before the show, and he's just 100% correct. When you watch the video and the guy runs up to Jay, when you see the video, and it's all over the internet, and the guy runs up to Jay, and Jay's poking his smot, and he starts yelling Jay, it immediately reminds Tom, and remi- you're going you're gonna to plot so that you didn't think of this. It immediately reminds Tom, of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So now you are 0-4. And now you're just looking at the camera, and I don't care if it's a year ago. There you are. Jay in mouth. Foot in mouth. Trying to figure out what you're going to do with your Redskins. And then there's more pictures of you falling around co-eds. It could get no better. The Redskins have become the new Cleveland Browns. It's it's officially official. Because I tell you what, I've been a part of texting. I've been a part of, of Kyle Shanahan doing 32-point presentations, PowerPoint presentations, like he's in a fourth-grade science project, trying to get out of the organization. I've seen it all. I thought I've seen it all. I still haven't had a head coach of the Browns on camera, knock on wood. I haven't had a head coach of the Browns on camera smoking weed. I haven't had that yet. And here we are, Jay Gruden at a college party. Because that's what, well, I don't even know if it's college, to be honest with you. Because that's what he likes about these high school girls, man. Every year he gets older, and he starts Colt McCoy, and they stay the same age. What a tremendous turn of events for Jay Gruden. What a tremendous turn of events for Washington Redskins fans. 0-4, you thought you were out. You thought that you didn't have a chance, and you don't have a chance. The season is over, but there's so many good reasons to watch. For all the wrong reasons, but there's still good reasons. Jay Gruden's going to go out and, and lead his offense and lead his football team after this video and more pictures coming out where he's sitting on the sidewalk with his back against the wall like a common street bum trying to do God knows what. He's still with this girl that was in the video that was taken earlier in the night. And so many people go, well, God, he's ruined his marriage. Trust me, as a married man, Jay Gruden probably already ruined his marriage. If you're out and about at whatever time it is in the morning and you're with co-eds, chances are 
the marriage is already ruined. If you're a guy like Jay Gruden and you're willing to go out in public and still be with what looks like 19 and 20-year-olds and smoke pot, go to their parties as an NFL head coach, you are probably have already thrown caution to the wind that there's going to be any marriage counseling that's going to save your relationship with one another. I can't believe it. He's losing the Redskins, and now he's losing his marriage. Well, he might be losing the Redskins. But the marriage already went away. I'm sure I don't have the best marriage in the world. I don't think I have the worst one in the world. I don't know how I would get around, hey, I'm going to go out in public with a bunch of college kids. And I'm 33. I even have an even better excuse. I don't know how I'd get around telling Liz, hey, I'm, you know, I, I know that we have three small children at home. I'm going to go down to Kent State and party with these 19-year-olds. I still love you, and I'll be up for church in the morning. Don't get me wrong. But I'm going to go party with 19-year-olds. And in that world where you're supposed to have a strong marriage, I don't think she's going to look at it and go, okay, you guys have a good time. We'll see you. There are such things as nights getting away from you, but I don't know if you can do that as an NFL head coach. That seems to be a little bit difficult. But it does raise some interesting questions, doesn't it? Because, well, you got Jay Gruden, he's, well, allegedly smoking this dope. And then I remember a couple years ago, you had Chris Forrester, that Dolphins coach, who was basically talking like a 70s rock DJ while he was on camera, took a camera of himself, a video of himself skiing right down there in 88-degree Miami. Hey, baby. Uh, this is just for you, baby. Let me put these lines out here and go skiing. You got coaches out here doing God knows what. And I know that sometimes I get a little bit tired of the players screaming about, you know, you got to let us smoke the weed. You got to let us have a little bit of dope. You know, it, it, it's good. It, it, it cures a lot of the ailments. It's perfectly fine. This isn't, you guys are acting like William Randolph Hearst over here. This is, this is completely different than what it's been before. And sometimes I go, yeah, you know, you'll get what you want, give it a rest. And then I see Jay Groden smoking pot on TV, and I'm going, yeah, hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe the player's got a point. Maybe the player's got a point. You got players getting picked up for marijuana possession down in Florida just yesterday. I'm going, hey, you know, with the whole Jay Gruden thing, I don't know if I can really go after you on that one. Yeah, I, I agree. I think your body goes through a car wreck in an NFL game. You know what? Want to put a little bit through the grinder? Get a little bit of shake? Hit the bowl? Maybe you go right on ahead. In, in, in all seriousness, of all the drug references I can make, I think you guys make a strong point. I think the players make a strong point. And to have this, the utter, basically, hypocrisy that comes over here, because we have, well, you know, the Chris Forrester was going through some bad times. Oh, I agree that he was going through some bad times. When you put yourself in a position where you're going to take a video of yourself to send to a girlfriend that, that may or may not be embezzling from you or may or may not be committing some sort of blackmail now and that you had video of yourself getting ready to go to an NFL football meeting where you're hitting the slopes right there on TV, right there on camera, I think you're going through a couple of problems. Jay Gruden, I don't know if he's blowing off steams. He's with steam. He's with college girls. He's smoking dope with college girls. We know that the NFL sees that as a big no-no. Even though the rest of the country, eh, you know, he's gonna he's the one who's got to answer to his wife. Maybe the players do have a bit of a point here, but I know this: you see the zero four Redskins, and you think that you're not interested anymore. No, 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 no. 
The Dolphins are the ones that you don't pay attention to. The Bengals might be the ones that you don't pay attention to, even though there is conversation maybe about trading away A.J. Green or maybe even Andy Dalton if another quarterback gets hurt. Who knows what really goes down? You have to pay attention to the Redskins. You have to pay attention to Washington. because I have, And I thought I have seen the very bottom of the barrel with ineptitude and in franchises, with terrible football, with terrible organization, with terrible ownership in the past. I thought I had seen it all. Everything from Eric Mangini getting everybody on a bus to just go on a 12-hour bus ride to come back to build team unity. Everything from watching Chris Palmer look woefully inept with one of the worst organizations that could possibly be put on the face of the earth because the NFL put them in a bad position to do so. I thought that I had seen it all. We're hearing about Bart Scott sitting on the can, texting with other NFL football teams because he didn't want to sign a contract as a free agent. I thought I had seen it all. And then there's Jay Gruden smoking weed. At what looks like a college party. You can give me all you want about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys going to the Super Bowl or Carson Wentz and the revenge tour with the Philadelphia Eagles or, or the great Daniel Jones and his career taking flight with the Giants. I say to hell with all three of them. It's hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Because this is as good as it gets, baby. This is NFL football. And this is Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. What a week it's been for coaches who don't care anymore. I mean, what a week it's been. Now Kansas has come out. They've issued an apology. Last night they had Midnight Madness, and they decided that it was a good idea that under an NCAA investigation they'd have Snoop come out and sing. And uh, first off, it is Lawrence, Kansas. Now I've never been. Granted, I've never been to Lawrence, Kansas. Um, I've heard it's the Los Angeles or the Vegas of the Central Plains. Heard of that before, so maybe I'm wrong. But. Under an NCAA violation, to have Snoop come out at at a halftime of your Midnight Madness celebration, where everybody's in the auditorium, everybody's in the field house, and to have dancers and and poles and at one point I I do think I saw a money cannon where Snoop was walking around and, and shooting money. There it is, shooting money into the crowd. Um, <laughs> impermissible benefits. Much? Boy, uh. I uh, and I thought, wow, this is this is Bill Self. I he's the, folks are. I for a second, I was like, oh man, th- he's got to have him so big he can sit on him. I mean, the, this guy's got the biggest pills in, in in basketball. Forget the NBA, forget Europe. This is the this is the gutsiest move I've ever seen in basketball. Kansas comes out today. We're really sorry about that. We didn't know what we were getting. You didn't know what you were getting. You didn't know what you were getting. Snoop. And people go, well, he's older. He's a kinder, gentler Snoop. Well, yeah, he, he probably is. It's still Snoop. Snoop's about one thing, a good time. Did you expect Bill Gaither to come out there at halftime? Were we going to do a family Christmas and what you see at the, at the Cracker Barrel on your, on your DVD box sets that you buy for Meemaw? Is that what you were expecting? Were you expecting Franklin Graham to come out there and have a talk with everybody when you booked Snoop at halftime of your Midnight Madness celebration. The NCAA has you under investigation. Possible show cause penalties coming up. Impermissible benefits. 
Impermissible benefits this. I'm going to shoot money out of a cannon into the crowd. Boy, you better hope Kansas and that legislation gets some pay-to-play or gets something there where they can celebrate their likeness. Because you better do something. You have Bill Self doing this, and then, again, you have Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden decides to start Colt McCoy earlier this week. People are going, why? Why not Dwayne Haskins? Well, let's let Jay Gruden decide. Go right on ahead and play it. We made a big deal about I don't want him on the field until he feels like he's 100% and uh, got some good throws in last week uh, to get his feet wet, and then this week he's had a good week. I know it's tough to tell, but do you think he would have won the job if he had stayed healthy through camp? Well, it's his job to lose, that's for sure. And uh, you can see he wasn't quite healthy in training camp, and that's why we kind of sat him, make, make him get well, um, get that strength back and the confidence back in his leg uh, so uh, he could be out here now. It could get no better. And the words of the great bone thugs, the weed could get no better, and these stories can get no better. I just, I love it. I, I just love it. You, you, want to, you guys want to pay attention to the Rams and the Rams and their problems? No, 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 no. I, I go right to the gutter, folks. Right to the gutter. I want KU. I want strippers on poles. I would say they're dancing. People are calling them strippers. They still have their clothes on. Please, this is still college basketball. This is still Kansas. Let's have, let's have some respect for, for James Naismith court here, okay? They're keeping their clothes on. You can put the poles up. Okay, fine. All right, you want to shoot money into the crowd? That's, that's perfectly fine. But, damn it, you're going to have respect for the rules of basketball here. This is the birthplace of the game. You are going to have respect for it, and we are not going to take our clothes off. Midnight Madness, Jay Gruden smoking dope. What a great time. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. And I mean what I say about that. When it comes to the coaches, if you're the NFLPA, I put this up on giant billboards. You get DeMarie Smith or whoever you got to get. Chris Long, I know, is 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 making the media rounds, talking about the 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 advantages of marijuana. Of CBD, of, of of helping it out, of curing, of of, of curing what helps ails you, uh, what makes you better. I know Percy Harvin's been talking about it. Where basically the only thing that help, helps him get over his migraines and helps him get over the injuries that he sustained is marijuana. You put this up there because there is. I and I it, all jokes aside, and there are a lot of jokes to be had. Trust me, and I'm trying to make all of them. All jokes aside, this is reasonable argument. You got an NFL head coach. What are you going to do? You got him on tape. If you had one of us on tape, we'd be under heavy scrutiny. There would be a guy pounding away on our door like the DEA in belly if you saw any video of any NFL player smoking pot. You know that's true. Roger Goodell himself would be standing there with the cup. Let's do this. Pull it out. Let me see you. Any video of a player but a coach? Who looks, and seriously, looks like hell in this video. Looks terrible in the video. Whatever you want to say about the guy's marriage, and I'll say it all, that's inconsequential. It's a bad look for the Redskins. It's a bad look for himself. It, this video comes out right on the heels of 0-4. Trust me, there is or certainly a correlation on there. And you could say it's from a year ago. It looks terrible. And now you're starting Colt McCoy, which, honestly, I can... I can kind of buy with Jay Gruden. If Dwayne Haskins doesn't know what to do just yet, I say don't put him in harm's way. 
That's that's my problem I have with you, is you're fighting an uphill battle. It's 2019. You have a first-round pick there. The story comes out you weren't on board with, with, with picking Dwayne Haskins in the first round. All right, fine. That's part of the story, and there's been times where I've been willing to believe it because we did all this with we did all this with Robert Griffin the third before, and Jay, you came out on top. Bob didn't have it in him anymore, and you ended up being right. The owner was even questioning it whether or not you were right, and you know how Dan Snyder is the fans, everybody, and you ended up being right about this. And now here we are a few years later because you have had some latitude. You've been relatively successful, at least by Redskins standards. I know, I know. But you've been relatively successful, at least by Redskins standards. Then this comes out. You have a first-round pick. Just say you don't feel he's ready yet. Colt McCoy, all the other people and all the other places. And I feel that Jay Gruden, he either doesn't want to keep his job anymore, and that's what the video looks like, even though the video was supposedly from a year ago. Either he doesn't want to keep the job anymore, and he's basically telling you that he wants to get fired, and we've seen coaches at the end when they knew they were going to get fired, or he really knows what he's doing and understands that that Dwayne Haskins isn't ready to take the job. And that would be perfectly okay if Dwayne Haskins isn't ready to take the job. But when you're in this culture, in this climate where guys have to play as soon as you possibly can because we all want to see them, you better come up with more sound reasoning and you better be able to explain away a videotape that comes out while you're 0-4. Because at some point, yeah, I agree. A guy's got to be able to play. A guy's got to be able to show it. It's bad optics that you were saying or that there's rumors out there that you didn't want the pick. It is a bad optics thing. But you got to give a better explanation because you need to calm the people at the gate. It's your job as a head coach. It is part of your job. You can say you don't want to deal with the media. You can say you don't want to deal with any of that stuff. You can call it fake news. You can call it whatever it is. It is part of your job as an NFL head coach to calm down your fan base and make your fan base feel better or try to make them feel better about where you're going. But overall, it's insanely entertaining. So I say, what the hell? Keep doing it. Keep being a goof. I want to see more videos. I want to see you with a bowl next time. I'd like you doing a reenactment. Go on and grow your hair out. It's already grown out a little bit. Grow a mustache. Go out there like Wooderson. You might as well. At least I'll be entertained. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up next, be careful what you wish for. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by GEICO. There's great news. You could save a ton of money by switching to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. There's just no better way to save money. Also, Sunday, the NFL on CBS features a full slate of games, including Brady and the Pats on the road in Washington. Oh, that'll be a fun one. And the Ravens and Steelers renewing their AFC North rivalry. Check your local listings for the game in your area, and it all all begins with JB and the guys on NFL today at noon Eastern, nine Pacific on CBS eight five five two one two four CBS. Also, Leroy Horde going to join us at eleven forty a.m. Eastern, uh, eight forty a.m. Pacific. So be careful what you wish for. I know we're trying to find an equitable way, and and I'm all ears. I, I want to hear your ideas. I just want you. I, I beg you every time we do this. Be careful what you wish for, because once we open up these doors, there's no going back through. Once once it's there, once you give it to them, you can't go back. 
When we move on as a society, once you've experienced freedom, once you've experienced capitalism, without blood, you can't go back. So I I need you to be careful about it because I think a lot of us, and this is my generation included, I think we tend to say, just pay him and pay him and pay him and move on. I don't think it's as easy as that. And when people bring up stipends, it's not that I don't respect your opinion and I and I laugh in your face. That, that's not the case. I just have to go, okay, you, you want to provide stipends because you feel bad for the cornerback from Auburn because the cornerback from Auburn, he comes from a poor rural area or maybe a poor inner city upbringing and he's not able to pay for certain things. I, I understand that. You're right about that. You know what? Let's let's figure this thing out together here. Okay? But I think that you pay attention to the cornerback from Auburn, but you don't really pay attention to the volleyball player from Auburn. We pay attention to the quarterback for Texas A&M. We're not paying attention to the track and field person from Texas A&M. We're not paying attention to those people because we're not paying to watch them. And so when we talk about, well, they need to have stipends, need to give them all this set amount of money, and you need to help them out. If you can do it for everybody, or you can make it, make it equitable for everybody, fine. But if we're talking about just paying people because we watch college football and college basketball and a little bit of college baseball, and that's about it, and I throw women's college basketball in there as well, because we watch those four sports, we want to make it equitable for all of them, you got to be careful because... The NCAA, just like capitalism we were just talking about, they're going to operate like a business. Every college is going to operate like a business. Forget the NCAA. Put it to Texas A&M. Put it to Auburn. Put put it to Southeast South Dakota State. It doesn't matter. They're going to operate as a business. They put these programs out here to, at one point, provide an enrichment of the education and to provide a a better education that's more well-rounded with student-athletes. Now, it's about business. Because they've opened up that door and you can't go back through that door. And so for you as the athlete or for you as the person who observes the athlete, you want to give them more. That's fine, but I think you have to think about the other sports that you don't watch. Because for the other sports that we don't watch, that we don't pay attention to, that you only see in the middle of the night on Big Ten Network, those are also opportunities that do actually harken back to the way that college athletics was supposed to be ran. Because college football, college basketball, women's college basketball, and a little bit of baseball, a little bit in certain places, they provide the income to run all those other programs. And all those other programs are opportunities. All those other programs that don't have 85 full scholarships, that don't have more than a couple full scholarships there, that have partial scholarships, or maybe sometimes even no scholarships at all, and they operate on a very thin budget, a very shoestring budget. That is provided by the big-time college football program on campus. If you start to affect that because a college is going to operate like a business and there might be a couple of losses here and there, but they're not going to take a bath on anything, they'll just start ripping away those opportunities that people previously didn't have. We have more people and more degrees than we've ever had. I know we have more college debt than we've ever had in our entire lives, in in our entire history. That's all true. But we have more people with more degrees and more opportunities than we've ever had. Part of that is provided, a lot of that is actually provided by opportunities 
from student athletes because there were people who, while they didn't play football and they weren't a four-star or a five-star on rivals, but you know what? They could run real fast and they could jump real high and they got an opportunity with track and field and they got part of their college paid for and that was an opportunity that they didn't previously have. So they were able to hit the books, get together with a good alumni base, and they were able to find a better opportunity for themselves, creating a better opportunity for their children in the future because of what that was created for them. I don't want to see that go away. And I'm afraid when we talk about stipends and just throwing money at the guys, that's my fear. Because this is a societal issue. Make no mistake about it. Because we want our video games back, me included. I loved NCAA football, and I'd love to see it come back. That's not me being a hypocrite. That's the truth. But because we want to see our video games come back, or because we want to be woke, quote-unquote, then we want to say, well, we pay attention to that. Well, trust me, you're not paying attention to the rowing team, and you're not paying attention to track and field. You're not paying attention to the other things that they do to provide an enrichment of education and provide an opportunity. So we need to be careful. That's all I ask is that we be careful moving forward because the California Bill 206, which has just been signed on LeBron's show, paid for the likeness. That states that athletes in college can be paid for their likeness. And that seems like a great idea. And I think I've tried to think about this all week and to try to find the downfall of that. And I've heard the downfall of that. And Anthony Lima at 2 o'clock Eastern will probably tell you a little bit more of the downfall of that because there's a lot of things that he's very skeptical about. We have to be careful about corruption. We have to be careful about the pay-to-play scenario that comes out of this. We have to be careful about capping things because I just can't let you spend all the money in the world on all those athletes. There has to be some sort of a cap given that you want to keep a competitive balance because the first thing I thought of, and it seems that nobody else thought of, is what's holding back Phil Knight at Oregon with this type of law passed from just paying every single person out of pocket, putting them on Nike ads, and getting them to play for Oregon so he can finally watch his Ducks win national championship after national championship. I want younger guys to make a business decision. And I think that anybody, whether it be any Tom, Dick, or Harry who might be coming from wherever in the country, if somebody wants to put you up on a billboard and say that you're a representation of their business, that you should be paid for it. I absolutely agree with that. I believe in free market. I believe in capitalism. I believe in capitalism for the 60-year-old multimillionaire or billionaire, and I believe in capitalism for the 17-year-old who just signed on the dotted line with Auburn University and that there's a car dealer who wants to have him in to sign autographs and give him $1,500 to do so for a couple hours of his time. I believe that's absolutely fair and reasonable in every single way, but you have to do it with some restrictions. Because... Before you go running with this, and I wonder about that, before you go running with this, I think that a taste would make it a little bit better. We are just now diving into the first time true equality or or as close to true equality as we've ever had for the college athlete. The, the, the closest thing to actual true freedom for the college athlete. And while people might might see it fair and just and reasonable at the very beginning, there is always going to be those things that we have to worry about. How much? How many? Is there a cap? What type of businesses are you allowed to represent? Are we going to have Bo Nix for DraftKings someday? 
What type of businesses are you allowed to represent as a person, as an entity? Can you have Bo Nix for Budweiser? I don't think you can. So you have to be careful about this. On the, on the surface of this, it seems like it's a great deal. Get a little bit of money in your pocket. Get a little bit of an opportunity there. You, you get to see what business is like, good and bad, because you know there's going to be snakes. If anybody's ever dealt in advertising, if anybody's ever dealt in their likeness, you know you meet some really good quality people who are business owners who do it the right way. And you also know if you do it for very long, you're going to meet some snakes. You're going to meet some guys who are shady characters, who certainly don't have your best interest at heart, and might make you look bad on the other side. You know, for the kid like Bo Nix, and it was just over the corner of my shoulder where I see Auburn, and I think about him and, and what the Auburn Tigers have done this year, which has been fantastic. They have a gauntlet of a schedule, and I really like that kid, and it's a great story. But you also have to understand that if Car Dealer X wants Bo Nix to represent his car dealership and then Car Dealer X ends up running a gambling operation or running drugs out of the back of his place, Bo Nix looks bad. And now all of a sudden Bo Nix as a college player, as a freshman, has to go out there in the media and answer these questions. So there is a backslide to this. And also, how many kids are going to be paid? I, I just bring up the questions. On the surface, it seems like it's the right thing to do. It seems like it's the admirable thing to do. Does this, does this breed jealousy? I don't know, 18, 19, 20-year-old guys, it's pretty easy for them to get jealous. But that might be the least of our worries. What type of questions do we have to answer? And how do we regulate it where we do provide fair and ample opportunity for the have-nots? Not Ohio State that has four billionaire backers. Not Florida or or Texas A&M that has all the billionaires in the world that can pay Jimbo Fisher would certainly like to pay them. Not Oregon who has Phil Knight. Not 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 Oklahoma who's able to, to provide that financing with big-time billionaires, with big-time backers, with big-time boosters. Not just them. What happens to the Mid-American Conference? What happens to the Sun Belt? What happens to Conference USA? Are there still ample opportunities for them? Will there still be opportunities for a kid who goes to Louisiana to be able to represent Car Dealership X or, or Sporting Goods Store X and be able to get a little bit of an opportunity if that's fair? I can't look at it any other way. If the center on the Ohio State football team isn't able to get money because of endorsements, that's the way it goes. There's not a lot of centers that endorse products in the NFL. I don't know if I can really get a center to endorse a product in college football. Maybe Remington Award candidate so-and-so. Maybe that's the case. So am I going to lose that center? Is that center going to be upset? Or does he understand that, hey, this is an opportunity here, and not everybody gets endorsement deals, but you can still find yourself a big way to make money. You can still find yourself with an opportunity in the future where you might not have got it before. Because I think some of the stuff that people bring up when they are nervous about this, which I'm just bringing up the questions about, but I think when some people get a little bit nervous about it, I think they tend to go overboard. A fear of corruption, there will be cases that get brought up that, yeah, there's going to be some corruption, there's going to be some people, there's going to be some shady dealings, and we're just going to have to learn from that. Just like we did in every level of society before this, to, to the Great Revival, to the Industrial Revolution, to where we're at now from the labor union strikes of the 1930s, to where we're at in 2019, there will have to be learning that's done, and there will be some guys who pay the fiddler for that. It's just plain and simple. So we'll have to learn from that. Will there be a case of a kid who gets money from an endorsement, puts something on tape, and then decides, eh, I'm not really down with playing college football anymore. Do we take away the years that it takes for, to get from high school 
to the NFL, like the three-year rule that goes in right now? Do we go back and revisit what happened with Maurice Claret? I have more questions than I have answers right now because this is such a new thing, and I just don't want to rush it. You have time. You have ability. You have people who are politicians who are motivated for this, and you can say whether or not that's just to get votes. Everything's to gain votes, obviously. But if they want to make a difference and they can make a true difference in it, I say go right on ahead and do so. I just warn, be careful what you wish for. Because it's like anything else in the world. Once you learn how the sausage is made, you're not as interested in it anymore. And once you figure out how to make this, and once you change it, you're different for the rest of your being, for the all time. You can't go back. Once I give college players money for their likeness, once I give them that freedom, once I give them that self-appropriation of what they can do with their own name and their own image, I can never take it back. You can't go back and do that. So my worries are, how do you figure this out? How do you regulate this? Do you regulate this? By any means, do you regulate this? And also, are we moving a little bit too quickly? Because we just heard about this a couple of months ago with, with California Bill 206. Then you have the governor signing it right there on, on, on LeBron's TV show. Florida's moving. Ohio's moving. A couple other places are moving. It, it notice that the, player, the people that have the states that have the, the highest octane athletes for college football Florida, Ohio, California, they're the ones moving on this. The NCAA, the way we see it, you can already see the foundation crumbling. And many, 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 many people will say good. The NCAA, if they would have gotten out in front of this and done it the right way, we had heard some of the pettiness and ridiculousness of what we heard 20 years ago. If they would have done some things like this 20 years ago, we wouldn't be at this critical juncture where we're at right now. The NCAA is still to fall. But if we're going to do what's right by the student-athlete, then do what's right by the student-athlete and consider all these options first. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Up next, hey, Tennessee, at least Jeremy Pruitt is a Greg Schiano, right? It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 